This morning's reflection (coughs) is about faith. Uh, About a week and a half ago, um, a few days before uh, leaving to come over here to San Geronimo Lodge for this retreat, I harvested the last of the beets and some of the carrots, not all of them, from my garden. And I cleaned out some of the uh, leftovers, we could say, of the vegetables that were growing in there through the summer and early fall. Every year, and I've been uh, growing vegetables for many years now, every year, and uh, I still, I continue uh, to notice uh, a sense of awe and faith when I observe the the tiny little seeds in my hand and then carefully put them into the ground. And no matter how many times I've done this, I have this sense of awe and faith, awe in relationship to the mystery that these teeny little dots do what they do, and faith based in years of experience that in fact they will, or at least most of them, will eventually burst out of their tiny, tight little cells and grow or fruit into lettuce or peas, cilantro, carrots, beets. And with fall gardening or the fall harvesting, sometimes the experience of awe and faith is really emphasized. Both with the harvesting many months later from the planting and sometimes the replanting that happens at the same time. So with last night's... uh, Q and A Q&A, uh, time with you, and then also considering uh, faith through my fall gardening experience. I've been considering it, and I thought this morning would be a good time to talk a little bit more about it. So, what is it? Where does it come from? How does it work? What's its role in relationship to spiritual practice? Specifically in relationship to the teachings and the practices as taught by the Buddha. And is there a difference between faith and belief? And if so, what what is the difference? Faith in what? In who? 
Henry David Thoreau from his book called Faith in a Seed said this, Though I do not believe that a plant will spring up where no seed has been, I have great faith in a seed. Convince me that you have a seed there and I'm prepared to expect wonders. So in the teachings that we've inherited from the Buddha, and as we explored just a little bit last evening, faith is one of the five spiritual faculties. Five controlling faculties. Five positive mental factors. Which, as I mentioned, are sometimes uh, called the five spiritual powers. And we looked at the others as well, effort, energy, mindfulness, concentration, and wisdom. So one aspect of faith is that it's a power. It's a strength. The Pali word for faith is sada. And there's really no one word in English that can render the full meaning of sada. Faith from this perspective in, in, uh, in encompasses trust, confidence, courage, strength, devotion, and clarity. The literal translation of this Pali word sada is to place one's heart upon, to connect from the heart, to offer one's heart, to give over one's heart. So another aspect of faith is that it's a verb, it's an action to place the heart upon, to connect from the heart, to offer one's heart. For a number of years, over a period of a ten-year time, uh, I taught uh, almost yearly in Israel. And my Israeli students (coughs) tell me that the root of the word faith in Hebrew is a verb. They tell me that it's not something that we have, but rather something that we do. So from this perspective, we could say that we faith. Sada. We're willing to take the next step. We're willing to open to the unknown, to embark on the journey and see it as an adventure. To faith. So faith as a power, a strength, and a verb, an action. The Buddha spoke about three levels of faith. The first being called blind faith, which usually occurs in us when we encounter something or someone that inspires us. And we feel a kind of brightness and maybe some degree of devotion and love in those moments. And usually this type of faith, what's called blind faith, is based in a dependence on someone or something outside of ourselves to make us feel good. Consequently, it's actually not sustainable. And it very well may not be rooted in wisdom. The second level of faith that the Buddha spoke about is called verified faith. And this faith is based in confidence that's born out of our own wise reflection 
and discriminating wisdom as we investigate our own direct experience. So, for instance, we have maybe faith in the truth of anicca, impermanence. Not because we heard about it or read about it, because, but really because of our own observation, investigation, and reflection. And the intuitive understanding that arises out of our direct mindful attention to our experiences of body, mind, and heart. The third level of faith that the Buddha spoke about is a great power. The great power of unshakable faith. And it's rooted in verified faith as we continue to deepen and strengthen through the developing of our practice. And it evolves towards the blossoming and the fruiting of concentration, mindful awareness, and genuine insight, realization. Unshakable faith brings a clear faith in the incredibly vast potential of our understanding and in the direction of our spiritual practice. The primary ingredient of heart and mind by which this happens is learning to stay open and connected in the experience of the moment. Meaning that this unshakable faith is rooted in opening to the mystery, opening to the truth beyond the realm of our conditioned, habituated ideas, opinions, beliefs, interpretations, and feelings. So faith in our own direct, immediate, deepest experience, just as it is. This path, this path of awakening, asks a very deep and profound willingness of us. Willingness to open directly to our experience. To open to the mystery of experience. So, just a very brief reflection this morning uh, on the difference between faith and belief. To travel this path, we actually must rely on faith, as we spoke a little bit about last night. We must rely on faith, but not necessarily at all on belief. Meeting experience with a set of beliefs becomes a process of perceiving, interpreting, and understanding experience so that it conforms with our habituated patterns, our learned patterns of perception, habituated ways of thinking and acting, or maybe more accurately we should say reacting. So, faith as willingness and confidence. Confidence and faith based on experience, not on beliefs. Sada. Confidence and trust. 
in relationship to our practice, meaning confidence and trust in our own potential, our own potential for the development and blossoming of concentration, our own potential for waking up. Waking up out of the ongoing dissatisfaction, discomfort, disappointment, neediness. Faith in the possibility of developing a deep and profound capacity of the mind, developing the mind, as the Buddha called it, concentration. Faith in the possibility of waking up into the spaciousness of open-hearted presence and ease, ease of well-being with things just as they are, however they are, inside of us and around us. Practice informs us that awakening is about living fully and deeply without the false reassurance of attachment and identification to habitual explanations and ideas of order and structure. Stepping into the mystery, embracing life by learning to live in mindful awareness with a clear, focused attention. It frees us from a sense of unsatisfactoriness, hollowness, separateness, and incompleteness that pervades a life that's based in habitual, reactive patterns. There's really a tremendous, great vitality in life that's grounded in a focused, concentrated, and mindful awareness. I'm closing the reflection with uh, a quote. I'm not, uh, I'm not sure where it comes from, but I like it, so this is it. When you come to the edge of all the light that you know, and are about to step into the darkness of the unknown. Faith is knowing that one of two things will happen. There will be something solid to stand on, or we will learn to fly.